everyone. Welcome back to the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube for the latest episode of Broncos Now. As always, I'm your host, Sydney Jones. And coming up on today's episode, Hall of Fame safety Steve Atwater joins the show to take a look back at Sunday's loss versus the Raiders and look ahead to week two versus the Commanders. All that and more coming up. Tuesday is the players' day off, so there was no practice or media press conferences today. So joining me here inside the Broncos podcast studio is Hall of Famer, Mr. Steve Atwater. Steve, how are we doing today? Doing wonderful, Sid. How are you? I'm doing good. All right. Well, Steve, we're going to start off the show today with some fan questions. We had a couple fans submit them here on Twitter today. First one. How could the Broncos pass rush bounce back against the commanders this week? As as we know, you know, last weekend versus the Raiders, they didn't record a single sack. Yeah, we didn't have any sacks, but I thought um, the primary focus for the defense was and should have been stopping the run. And mm-hmm. they did an excellent job of that. They did. Uh, you know, keep, keeping Josh Jacobs under uh, 100 yards there. Um, but – yeah, we want to get that pass rush going, and I'm sure they will. They'll, they'll get it going. Um, but again, Jimmy G was also getting that ball out super quickly. Really quick, you know. He, mm-hmm. he and he knew exactly where he wanted to go with the ball too. So right. uh, you know, he, he's a, a pretty intelligent quarterback. Uh, he's running a system that uh, you know he he knows well. He's he's um, he, he was in that system prior to him going to San Francisco. So right. Um, he knew where he was going with the ball, and and they made some plays. You got to give the, the Raiders uh, credit; they mm-hmm. they made some plays when they had to, and uh, we got to do a better job defensively of coming up with some of those plays, yeah. so it won't uh, won't shine the light on that on that on the lack of pressure. Uh, because I, I think we'll, we'll we'll have our fair share of those over over the course of the season. But mm-hmm. uh, this, I just think, I don't think this was a game where uh, that was the focus. For sure. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned the defense was able to hold Josh Jacobs. The game plan going into Sunday's game was to stop their key playmakers. I mean, Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs, and they did they a did really that. good job at that. They, yeah, they did that. And, you know, normally when you you take away the playmakers, you you win the ball game. And that, that's every coach's uh, goal is to, hey, we, we got to neutralize their playmakers. And, right. and, and we did that. But, uh, again, I, I said this on, on our postgame show uh, in those situations, when things are going slow, uh, it's kind of back and forth. Somebody's got to make a play. Mm-hmm. Uh, offensively, defensively, special teams-wise, somebody, somebody's got to come up with a big play. And and it's, I think people got to have that in the back of their minds that, hey, man, this this play, this is my play. I'm, I'm going to do it. Uh, and right. uh, that'll help get us over the hump. For sure. Well, Steve, sticking with the defense, our next question submitted by fan this week is, what adjustments can the Broncos defense make this weekend going against a uh, you know a younger quarterback in this league? Well, uh, I think that uh, with the type of offense that the Commanders run, we will get a chance to dial up some pressures on this quarterback, a, a younger quarterback, second year in the league. Um, he came in. He I thought he did a nice job uh, last year. He got some playing time last year. Yeah. Um, but. We also have to try to confuse them. You know, most young quarterbacks, um, you know, you, you can confuse them some by, right. by uh, disguising the defensive coverages and uh, faking pressures when you're not pressuring or not showing the pressure when you're going to send pressure. Um, and we still have to do the thing that helped us this past week, although we didn't win the game. Right. we got to stop the run. We got to stop today. That's got to be our primary objective every game: mm-hmm. is to stop the run, make them pass, and then take away their best receivers. Sure. Uh, so I, I don't think the, the strategy will change. It will change some, just because 
um, he'll have more five-step drops. You know, he's going to you yeah. know, try to chuck the ball down the, down the field to mm-hmm. some of their, their playmakers, uh, McLaurin and them. And um, so we'll have, have some opportunities to, to get to the quarterback, I think. All right, last fan-submitted question here for you. Which okay. Bronco are you most excited to watch in week two? And uh, week two. You know, uh, it's, it's a couple of guys. These, mm-hmm. uh, both uh, Jonathan Cooper and uh, Nick Benito, um, younger guys. I know the fans may not know a ton about them. And Randy Gregory and Frank Clark as well. But right. th- these two guys in training camp, they just jump, kind of jumped off the charts. They did. And, uh, again, I think that we're going to see a little bit more pressure this week. So I'm, I'm super excited to see those guys get to the quarterback. And, man, the speed that Nick Benito has uh, – when he gets there, he, he's he's coming with reckless intentions. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm looking forward to seeing he and Jonathan Cooper. Uh, Jonathan Cooper had had uh, some type of hand uh, uh, injury last year and mm-hmm. yeah uh, missed a significant amount of time. So uh, he's back healthy. He's 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 raring to go too. So uh, it should be exciting. It should be exciting uh, on the edge. Yeah, definitely. Broncos country, thank you for submitting questions this week. We'll be doing this every single Tuesday. So if you have any questions for Steve, make sure to drop them in our comment section, tweet at us, whatever you can to get to us. Steve, get him into the episode now. You know, when you look at the Broncos game, week one versus the Raiders, I mean, we've already talked about the defense a lot. So let's shift gears to the offense. I mean, it felt like the offense moved the ball really well. Overall, what did you just think about Russell's performance to open the season? Yeah, I thought Russ had a, a solid performance and, um, you know, he, he used his legs when he had to, which he didn't have to. I think he only had one one run. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, he sat in the pocket. He made good reads, right. made, made really good decisions. Uh, he didn't have any interceptions. Uh, and, again, they, they were moving the ball uh, pretty well. And they, especially that first drive, they went right down. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> Oakland, uh, I'm sorry, Las Vegas, they did that to us. They, they drove down the field on us. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we came right back and, and drove right down the field for a touchdown. So, uh, those are the types of things you like to see, especially early in the season, because right. that's, that gives you something really solid to build upon. Uh, just just knowing that, hey, we, we can put together a long drive like that. We did that in the first game. So, you know, second, third, fourth second. game, it mm-hmm. should be a gimme. For sure. I mean, you talk about those long drives. Steve, we talked a lot about this on Monday during the podcast, and I know head coach Sean Payton addressed it in his press conference. You know, Because of those longer drives – the offense only had six possessions. I mean, both the Broncos and the Raiders only had six possessions. That, I mean, that is very bizarre. unusual. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's very unusual. And uh, because there um, weren't any turnovers either, right. uh, the team just held on and, and uh, you know, had sustained drives. Uh, and I think that's really shows the two really efficient offenses. And, yeah. um, you know, defensively, I don't, I don't think you can really say, hey, we, we had a – terrible defensive game, mm-hmm. they just – they played a smart offensive game and they, they were methodical. Right. They weren't taking a ton of risks, and, and we we kind of played the same way. Uh, now, I think going forward, uh, we will take more chances. Uh, we, there, there will be some balls, some deep balls thrown. You know, we didn't see a ton of those uh, yeah. this last week, but, uh, you know, that's part of Sean Payton's deal. He's going to get that ball down the field, and sure. he's going to score some points. So, um Broncos country, don't 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 get upset. We're mm-hmm. we're, we're we're right where we want to be. At. Now we want to be one and zero right now. But uh, in terms of, I think the development of the team, I, I think we're we're right where we want to be. Yeah. You mentioned it, Steve. You know, we didn't see a lot of those explosive plays 
you know, in week one. And I know head coach Sean Payton contributed maybe some of that to the absence of Jerry Judy and Greg Dulcich. And we're still uncertain about uh, Greg Dulcich's status as of this moment right now. But looking ahead, who do you really want to see step up? You know, Russ needs some more playmakers out there. Yeah, they do. And um, I think we have quite a few playmakers on the team. And I think it's a really a matter of the numbers being called. You know, yeah. I, I think Brandon Johnson can make plays. I, right. I think Marvin Mims can make plays. Mm-hmm. Um, also, uh, Philip Dorsett, the other receiver, man, he's been looking explosive in practice. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, a former first-round uh, right. draft pick. Uh, I think he has some, some skills and, uh, you know, some, some playmaking abilities. Uh, a lot of, lot, you know, I'm not sure how much is left in the tank, but I'm sure <laughs> some left in the tank there uh, for this season. So, yeah. uh it's just a matter of dialing it up, and and you know who who does Sean Payton want to want to put the focus on, and I'm hoping Greg Dosage is back. If he's not, uh, hey, somebody else got to step up. You know, uh, Adam Troutman, uh, he had a couple of nice catches. Yeah, he's uh, and little Jordan Humphrey. Little Jordan Humphrey. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah, yes. it's funny. He went from practice squad Saturday to making the team's first touchdown of the season on Sunday. Hey, that's, that's Goes to show you, you never know. know. You got to always be ready. That's true. Well, we did hear Sean Payton say on Monday that safety Caden Stearns, he was getting an MRI done. Um, we, of course, you know, saw him exit Sunday's game with that injury. No kind of word yet on what his status is. But, Steve, looking at safety depth, I mean, after Justin Simmons and Kareem Jackson, you got DeLaren Turner Yell, JL Skinner. I, I know PJ Locke, he's on injured reserve as yeah. well. He won't be back so, for several weeks. So, what do you like about some of those younger guys? Yeah, back and also there? Uh, Devin Key. Uh, yeah. He, oh, yeah. He, he's a safety. Uh, I think he was with the Chiefs maybe last year. Um, but, he, man, in the preseason, in last preseason game, he played really well. He, mm-hmm. He's a physical guy. Looks like he, he flies around to the ball, is in the right place. So, um, I, we have some options there. J.L. Skinner, a uh, young guy yeah. who I think has a ton of potential as well. And, and DeLaurin Turner, yell, you know, he's, he's was flying around all during, uh, during training camp. So uh, we have some, some viable options. Uh, obviously we hate to see Caden Stearns go down. I think mm-hmm. he's one of the most talented players on this team. And uh, he had, you know, a, a huge year ahead of him. And uh, again, we don't know how, how long he'll be out. Hopefully it's not, not for the, for the full season, but um, you know, my, my prayers go out to him. He, he's a he's a he's a nice young man, and I'm, I'm yeah. hoping that uh, he's able to bounce back from this. Me too, for sure, Steve. Well, Steve, I know it's alumni weekend this weekend as well, so a ton of activities, ton yes. of festivities going on. You excited to get all the all the guys back in town? Yeah, it's always great to get the guys yeah. back. Uh, and and there are some guys that we see kind of regularly right. during the season, but there are a lot of guys who they only come back when. Uh, they have, uh, you know, when the team has special events going on. Right. And, and uh, this, is, this is a special event. Um, my whole entire career was was really special. But, man, those two years where we won the Super Bowls and this yeah. one will be for Super Bowl 33, man, those, man, that, 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 those are some of the best memories uh, that, that I have uh, in, in my life. And mm-hmm. uh, aside from my wife and kids, boy, that's um, – <laughs> it, it's, uh, it's up there. So uh, whenever we can get together, uh, we know we're going to have a great time. Uh, we're all still really good friends and yeah. uh, everybody's respectful of each other. And uh, it's just really a beautiful thing. And I, I always, I always wish that every player could get a chance to experience winning the Super Bowl and mm-hmm. being in that environment where everything goes the way that you want, not everything is you're going right. to have some adversity, but in the end you're able to get it done. to, to yeah. reach the goal that you've been striving for for so long. I, I wish every, every uh, player could, could get that. That's incredible. 
Well, Steve, I know we'll also be honoring DeMarcus Ware at the beginning of the game for his Hall of Fame induction. Of course, something you've already gone through. So yeah. how excited are, for, are you for him just knowing, you know, how much it's going to mean? Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited for him. And I thought he would be a first ballot guy. I told him yeah. that when I saw him. And I think most, a lot of people I think most we were all surprised. That. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, hey, the, the timing is right. And uh, he's he's extremely excited about it. And yeah. he's just got a great personality, too. He does. He's the most likable guy in the world. Uh, so I'm happy to I'm happy that he's going to be that he's uh, he's been inducted and uh, he'll be be getting his ring. Well, mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure if he's going to get his ring here and that probably he'll probably I get it in Dallas and then he'll, he'll probably have it here. Yeah, to uh, show it off or something. So. Well, should be a really fun weekend, Steve. I appreciate coming on the show today and oh, talking about it. Anytime, Steve. Thank you very much. And Broncos fans, don't forget, Paramount Plus is your streaming home for every local NFL on a CBS game this season. Visit ParamountPlus.com to start your free trial and stream Russell Wilson and the team as they battle the league's best. Plus, get an all-access pass to 24-7 NFL content with CBS Sports HQ, Fantasy Football Today, NFL Slime Time, and more. And this year, Paramount Plus is your streaming destination for Super Bowl 58. Another action-packed Broncos season with NFL and CBS awaits. So stream Paramount Plus from any device all season long. Well, that'll do it for today's episode of Broncos Now, Broncos Country. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll meet you right back here on the Broncos Podcast Network and YouTube tomorrow for another episode. See you all then.